Do we still the perfect? Now we're on. Wow. Okay. So while, Steve, while Steve will introduce our guest, let me just focus on on sharing our podcast. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. I'm Steve Fierro of Awaken Mind Podcast, and this is Freedom Broadcasters Live. We have five broadcasters today, and our featured guest is a very special guest, Tony Sayers. Tony is the founder and creator of TranscendingTimes.org. Tony is a truth and spiritual activist and author who has written seven books, namely, Are You Living or Just Existing? The New Age is the New Cage, Narcissistic Personality Disorder, 10 Life Hacks to Beat the Matrix, Artificial Intelligence, energy vampires and plugged into porn. Tony offers online healing sessions covering chakra overlay removal, inner child healing, pranic healing, sexual cord removal, soul retrieval, and entity, entity interdimensional and astral energetic implant removal. Tony is a tireless champion for the truth and waking up the world to their hypnosis, indoctrination, and enslavement. We are all here to be a beacon of truth and a guiding light out of the vast darkness of the matrix. So let's get on with it. Tony, thanks for being with us. Yeah, thanks for that uh, introduction. And it's uh, it's great to be uh, with a, an array of people from all around the world, different cultures and uh, a, a big infusion of Irish accents, I think, here as well. So uh, <laughs> thank you for inviting me on. And uh, yeah, good to be here. That's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, the, they speak some form of English, these Irish guys. We'll have to figure it out. Just yeah. speak slowly because sometimes I struggle with the Irish accent. <laughs> there you go. Well, so, you know, the forum's open. I've been with Tony a couple of times. I've been with him recently. So I'll let someone chime in and, and let's get this started. Okay, then we start with the German accent. <laughs> <laughs> I can understand that easier than the Irish accent. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to slow. <laughs> my name is Harper Trimacher from the podcast Go Your Own Path. And um, my podcast is about also encouraging people uh, to, to, to see the things with their perception in order to, to step aside and go their own way. And... Um, my thing or my question uh, concerning what you what you have done is it's it's amazing what I already heard about uh, you, and I would like to go also um, concerning the current situation and the metaphysics. This would be for me very interesting because we talked. You already said we there's the God gene, yeah. There is um, there's the astromatics. Um, some people say Jupiter ascendant is very close to the reality. I don't know whether and um, and uh, then there are the light workers who say, "Well, in the fifth dimension, will rescue us." So, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, if you can give us a, a, a short overview how you perceive the things, it would be great. Yeah, I mean, basically, the uh, the 3D reality is just uh, are the people that are running the show here. This, these cult members are just an expression of of really what is. Uh, beyond our visible sight in 4D. And um, it, it's through these cult members that these um, entities are, are working through, these fourth dimensional beings um, that are really running the show. And throughout my, uh, my work uh, over the years, I've come to realize that, you know, there's not just one form of of entity that is trying to siphon human energy or trying to control and manipulate us. 
there's actually a, a whole array of, of beings that are kind of in it all together. And, um, you know, this it, generally people are aware of a reptilian agenda, but you've also got draconian, you've got demiurge, you've got greys, you've got um, demonic, satanic, you've got all these other energies uh, that are all there just outside of our visible sight in that small bandwidth that human beings can't see that are all kind of interfering, trying to siphon off our energy, trying to feed on us. Um, and they all, they're all, they all have their sort of their own agenda, but they're all working to this large agenda. Um, and of course, the, the head of the snake with that would be, in my opinion, AI. Um, and so AI really is, uh, you know, behind most of this. And it goes into different uh, roads as well, because then you have the false white light beings in the new age, you know, the archangels, the, the ascended masters, Metatron, Saint Germain, all these popular beings found within the new age, Sado spiritual movement, which is really nothing to do with spirituality at all. It's uh, basically the new religion based around Satanism. Um, when you when you look into it and some of the teachings which is where a lot of my youtube channel goes into is are completely leading people astray and into cul-de-sacs so you have a lot of these beings that are working um for what i what i re refer to as the false god matrix um and the false god and this would be the the religious god um that basically thinks he's in charge um, thinks that he has power and dominion over everything. So you've got these false white light beings that are working for this false god. Um, and this is, as I say, the religious god. Um, and when you look at it on the face of it, when you actually look at religion and, and some of the way you are supposed to worship um, the god, this god, is completely narcissistic, right? So what, what kind of god wants people to get up at 4 a.m.? And get on their knees and start praying you know what kind of what kind of god you know expects them to to go to a place of worship every every sunday i mean if you think about it if you are god why why would you need people to worship you if you if you created all these beings you, you wouldn't need worship you would just be happy seeing them evolve and blossom into however their or whatever their evolutionary path takes them so you have this false god and he's he's feeding on all this prayer energy that's when you look at the word prayer it means pray um so it's siphoning off all this energy all these new age beings that are uh, working with all these false white light beings all that's going to this false god matrix and um and yeah, so uh, you have all these uh, interdimensionals that are basically interfacing with um, our heads, head of countries, and and these cult members. But it's not it's not just uh, world leaders as well. Um, my work involves removing entities, and most people have entity attachments to some degree or another. Um, some people worse than others, and. Uh, you know, you, you meet them in everyday life. You, you, you've been around people before, I'm sure all of us have, where you're just around there and you're just thinking, my God, that person's toxic. I feel drained. And quite often they've got something running the show. And um, these beings get into people through trauma. They get into people through 
drug, alcohol abuse, um, and they can really um, start running the show and affecting people's decisions uh, to the point where I've worked with people and they've told me, Tony, I, I got a voice in my head saying, drive the car, drive, drive the car into walls. And I know it wasn't my voice. And so there's different levels of attachments. There's different strengths of attachments. You have um, what I refer to as level one uh, takeover, which is, I don't know if you guys have ever seen anyone on meths or that drug flacker. Um, this is almost where they get kind of superhuman strength and really, really strong attachments. Uh, then you have the sort of level two takeovers. These are the ones that I mentioned that come in on trauma or um, alcohol, drug abuse, um, sexual abuse. Uh, these are very the very strong ones that can um, that can implant sort of suicidal thoughts into your minds and things like that, and and have a real influence on people. And then you then you just have your kind of your bottom feeders, the ones that might encourage your bad habits. You know. That little voice and saying, "Go on, have that, have that joint, or have that, you know, beer or whatever," um, and they they play into our um, subconscious wounds. They use our subconscious wounds, so uh, they use those against us. So my point being, really, is that this whole planet um, and the people on this planet are being heavily influenced by these beings. Um, and also very interesting, uh, on my channel, I've got a guy called um, Jerry Marzinski, and uh, he might be a fantastic guest for you guys at some point on this channel. But he worked in a, a psychiatric ward for 30 years um, with people with schizophrenia. And he said, Tony, these people, they all act the same. These are entity attachments. This is not a mental health problem. These people have got these heavy attachments. And he told me that it was really weird that when the doctors came with the drugs, they all the guys they would they would stay in their rooms even though they could come down and get food and stuff. And he took, couldn't understand why, but it was because the entities working through them didn't want the person to take the drugs because it suppresses them. Um, fascinating, fascinating uh, guy. And uh, so, so this reality is very, very heavily influenced by. The unseen and of course we're not taught taught about dimensions and energy and anything like at school so you have seven billion people by the tiny few who just think that we're dealing with just solely humans here and uh we're not we're dealing with these this interference that is coming in and out of dimensions messing with people um you know, messing with their, their thought processes, looping negative thoughts in and around their heads. Uh, and of course, uh, you know, the higher uppers are working through these, these cult members. Um, and then you have, on top of that, you have all the uh, AI stuff, um, the AI, the implants, the etheric implants, the AI technology that is infused in our biological makeup, which is the stuff that I re remove in sessions. So what's going on with that is a lot of the things that we see the likes of Elon Musk coming out with, these neuro implants and neuro lace, that stuff's already there in 4D, as above, so below. And, uh, and likewise, we also have algorithms running through us, interfaces, viruses, everything that you find on a computer, that etheric AI 
is also infused within us as well. So we have hybrid technology, cyborg technology, um, automation, bionic, um, all this, all this transhumanism stuff that they want to, um, or that is starting to play out now in 3D. Again, it's already there in 4D, as above, so below. So the the interference um, on an energetic level to the average human is is really quite incredible. And what I like to do is is flip it on its head because you can look at it two way two ways. You can look at it. Uh, Oh, poor us! Look at what's been, you know. Look at what they're doing to us, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But then the way I look, like to look at it is, can you imagine just how powerful we are? You know what amazingly powerful batteries we are for them to have to do all of this to keep us down and and to suppress us and and to control us because these beings know, and I know through again through my work, they are terrified. They're jealous of us. They're jealous of our creative abilities. They're jealous that, you know, we're heart-based, we can feel. They can't do any of that. They can't create. They need us to create for them. And they're insanely jealous, and they hate us for it. But at the same time, they are extremely paranoid and terrified of us um, remembering who we are and re realizing who we are. So I think it's important to really uh, keep that in mind when we're talking about all of this stuff because – um, essentially, what we're dealing with, uh, they're, they're parasitical by nature. Um, and we see that playing out here in 3D, how they want to tax us on everything. And even with the, the, the poison darts or the jabs, it's not enough for them to just want to try and kill, them, kill us with them. They want to make money out of it as well. You know, this is completely parasitic. It's a parasitic force that's, that's behind all of this. And... Uh, there, there, there's many many ways in which it's it's sort of manipulating from the seat from behind the scenes, um, and it's really just like that film they live. I'm sure you you guys have all seen that film, and it, it's a real thing. But I think just taking it one step further in the fact that uh, these beings uh, exist in a lot more people than just the the cult members that we're aware of. So. Um, so yeah, that that's kind of a nutshell version. <laughs> uh, one question, one question. Um, uh, but they are also these entities are also captured in the 4D. So they have 3D and 4D. But the but the situation is, and by 4D they control, and control means normally destruction. And the universe works with the uh, with the um, with the laws of creation. Yeah. So we work with the heart energy, we work, and we work with the thought speed. And for this reason, there's the five dimension, the fifth dimension. And the fifth dimension is, uh, I think it's the, yeah, for me at the moment, the God dimension or something which is a level which they cannot reach. Yeah, I, I mean, I, sorry, go on. No, and the problem is, and also the, the vice president of uh, Peru said it, we are now in the 2000 year cycle. And um, the the Earth, this is for someone from someone else. The Earth tried several times to go in 550 already, but she couldn't do it because they diminished us so much, and the Earth needs us mm -hmm. yeah, for for creating and for coming in 5D. And they want to, and by this control, they want to control the Earth in 3D. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Can you? Yeah, absolutely. See what what I feel is going on. I mean. 
there, there are there are I think way more than just five dimensions. I think it it could go into hundreds. Yeah. Um, yes, yes. What I this is my hunch on things now. This is what I feel has happened. Um, I feel like the fourth dimension is is a big trap. I feel like um, well, I know from the work that I do that there is nothing good in four D. Everything that hangs around in four D is uh, even if they appear as of the light, you know, angelic beauty, they're, they're off. They're often or they're deceiving. Um, and you've got this this whole within the new age uh, movement. You've got this this whole kind of pilgrimage now for people to go and take ayahuasca, DMT, all this stuff. When you take that stuff, it puts you into 4D, um, which is this. I, it's almost like it's created to give people a false sense of how things work. And I think we, I, well, I know we go way beyond 4D, way, way, way beyond that, that dimension, which is swarming with entities, false white light beings and deceivers. And so, again, quite often through my work, people will, um, you know, they'll say to me, they'll, they'll, be, they'll come to me and say, Tony, I was fine on Friday. I took... Um, ayahuasca or DMT on Saturday and I've got suicidal thoughts and it's Monday um, so it really does uh, open people up all that kind of stuff and of course you know it's it's so heavily propagated now within within spiritual awakenings you know it's, it's like the thing that everyone does you have your awakening then you go to Peru and then you go and take ayahuasca um, and so um, I, I do feel like 4D is some kind of setup. And again, you know, with that, you've got people like the astral travel, everyone like looking to astral travel. Um, but for me, there's nothing, there's nothing really in 4D uh, that is of any benefit to us. Um, I think we go way beyond that. And um, yeah, it's, uh, I forgot what your question was there at the end. I don't know if I've answered it. <laughs> okay, no, that's, I agree 100% because I think there is a, the, the universe works differently, and we are completely capsulated in the four four dimensions. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, that was the the question that you're asking. Yeah. So th this is what I this is what I believe to be happening. So um, for, for you guys might already know this, but for for the listeners that, that don't, um, what what's happening is there is a, a soul mill trap. So basically, what's happening? People are dying. And they're being shown the false white light when they die the tunnel. And um, humans being ignorant uh, when they die, because ignorance doesn't die when you die. If you don't seek knowledge in your physical life, you, you take that on when you die, right? And so people gravitate towards the false white light. There's a whole load of NDE, near-death experience, propaganda out there. There's, a, there's, a, there's just recently a, a Netflix series come out called... Um, escaping death or something but you can see you can see and it's full of nde stuff light going to the light and there was actually a disney film called soul that's just come out which talks about the white light and all of that the tunnel so there seems to be at this point probably because they know there's going to be a lot of deaths this whole propaganda of of the false white light the tunnel thing so, so people, they're going to the false white light where they'll be met by a false white light being. And this will be someone that they admired in their physical life. This could be Jesus. It could be Buddha. It could be a family member. 
when in reality it's an entity that is masquerading itself to entice that person to come and have a life review. And so what happens is, as I say, the human being ignorant is they, <clears throat> they go along with it, they have the life review, and they might say, um, Steve, you know, you were a good person, but in 2005, you hurt this person, but in two, and 2010, you hurt this person. So unfortunately, like, you're gonna have to resolve your karma. Otherwise you might go, I don't know, maybe they use hell. And so the, the humans, as I say, being ignorant, they, they just go for it. And so then they come back down for another lifetime on planet crazy where they experience trauma, abuse, you know, all this BS. And um, they just basically get used as batteries, um, energetic batteries. And so this has been going on for a long, long time, this, this whole soul trap. Now it's my sort of understanding that it's starting to break down uh, that, that system, which I believe is coming from Saturn and being amplified by the moon. It's starting to break down and, I, and from, from what I hear, it's because some souls are uh, uh, working out there in a matrix. When they die, they, they're escaping um, through, um, basically there's holes in it from what I hear. Um, there's holes in the matrix and people are escaping. Um, and so it's starting to slowly deconstruct and break down. So they need a new system to entrap the souls. And this is where the whole five you-know-what grid comes in, which interfaces with the technology in the you-know-whats, in the jabs. And so we become, we interface with that new uh, web, and that new form of entrapment whereby uh, it creates that new kind of soul trap um, and and yeah again so they're having to come up with something new but at the same time as depressing as that sounds it's also an opportunity for us because depending on what we do and how many of us quote unquote wake up uh, we can really sort of bring the old system down and hopefully before this new system is in place um, so they need to create this sub-reality um, that is going to lock souls here. And um, what we're going to see in the years coming is they're going to uh, sell technology in a way that's going to be very appealing to people in terms of it will heal cancer, it will heal all these things that we've not been able to find a cure for, even though there's probably been a cure all along for a lot of these things. And um, what they'll do is they'll promise um, everlasting life. So, you, you know, you might come down ill and they'll say, well, it's okay, but we can, we can promise you ev ev everlasting life. And um, it will be like um, your, your consciousness will end up in a quantum computer forever. So that's the other thing that they've, they've, got, to, they've got planned. And this is in all their, their films that they put out. Um, and... Uh, so, so yeah, there, there's a lot breaking down and there's a lot that they're trying to build before this breaks down. And it, and it ties into what you say there about how we've had some opportunities before to escape this trap. Uh, Max Spears spoke about it before he was murdered. And now is another opportunity for us. It, there's, there's like another opening for us to get out of this and I guess free ourselves forever. So 
we're, we're living in a time of danger, but we're also living in a time of opportunity. And um, so really that's why there's no, no sort of time to lose with all of this. Thank you, I got goosebumps, wonderful, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot to take in, but <laughs> yeah, wow. yes, got it. Cool. I want to follow up with uh, Tony. Uh, Tony, I am sent to all the other viewers. I am Grace Sagra Quantum Nurse Podcast, and I am a holistic registered nurse. So, in my mind, holism and health always comes together. And when you were talking about um, parasitic. And I, I know that uh, you've talked and, uh, in other in podcasts that you've had about vampiring. And then you talk about the biochemical attachment and then you went into the bioenergetic attachment. So, but what is missing in the medical field and where I, I, I worked for 20 years in critical care. And they would, so we've met, uh, I've met a lot of uh, schizophrenic patients and other you know it's interesting and before i offer i, mean, I ask a question is it's interesting that in the indigenous traditions and even in let's say the catholic tradition they do a ritual like some type of exorcism correct mm -hmm. right so from then on these traditions know already that whatever behavior one has there's something that's malevolent in there now, then I understand that you are also doing some chakra removal, especially for the overlays. And yet we have the three original organic chakras, correct? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then people always talk about courage that, and the, that coming from the heart. Can you just expand on what we can do with those and maximize the potential of those three original chakras? Um, well, the first thing really is you want to really try, you want to remove the, the original seven really because the, the seven that we all come to know and love in the new age, the rainbow colored lotus flowers that everyone's sitting there balancing all day, um, uh, they are literally just a, an, an AI implant, an etheric plug, and basically, um, it's a it's one of the main ways that these entities lock into our energy fields, um, and so they lock in via the chakras, and then from there, they will loop negative thoughts around your mind, which creates fear and anxiety, and that creates more food for them. So quite often what people report when, uh, when the chakras are gone is that their thoughts feel like more like their own. It's more like organic. Um, and it's not to say that you don't ever have negative thoughts again, but it's, they're, they're more your own. They're not, they're not coming from somewhere else. And um, yeah, so, so, so the chakras really is, is a huge one because it compartmentalizes our energy as well. When you think about it, if you're an intelligent creative force, like God or whatever you want to refer it to, why would you compartmentalize the energy in, in your creation? It doesn't make sense, you know? Why, why would you need to, to keep balancing these, these different uh, areas of the body? You know, it, it just, none of it makes sense. And um, yeah, I mean, the, the whole chakra thing just started me on the, the whole journey in, into the metaphysical because 
yeah, for me, there was just such a significant shift and significant difference from having them to not having them that I, I, I decided to go public with it and took dogs abuse and still take dogs abuse for it from all the new age community. Um, but so, and, and when, when your energy is compartmentalized like that, it doesn't flow properly. It's like staggered. So when you remove that implant, it, it flows again. So you don't need to keep balancing yourself because you're already balanced. That natural flow of energy hasn't got that compartmentalization. Um, so, so really, you know, I, I, I would, I would suggest that that would be something that someone might want to look into. Um, and it's a big one for people to get over in their minds because it, it's so heavily promoted and people say, yeah, but Tony, like the, the yogis, they always used to, and the Buddhists, they work with chakras and blah, blah, blah. Well, we have to remember that the enslavement of humanity is also ancient. So just because something's ancient or tradition doesn't necessarily make it right. So, um, you know, for me, I was, before I came across all of that, I was, I was into Reiki and like, when I first heard about it, I was like, you're joking, aren't you? <laughs> but then, but then there was a part of me where I thought, do you know what? It would, that would just be the thing that they would do. They would use the most beautiful thing in the new age uh, to be the most evil because they invert everything right and so if they can get people to love that implant then it's going to be a lot difficult a lot more difficult for them to you know it's going to be easier for them to, to get people to buy into all of that so um so yeah in terms of sort of more energy from chakras you, you the, the the more energy you get is is when they're removed <laughs> basically in my opinion but it's not just the chakra overlays there's there's you know they've overlaid our astral body so they're feeding on our um our energy at night so quite often people come to me and they'll say tony i'm i'm uh i'll, I'll sleep for 12 hours and I, I wake up feeling drained well that's because um they've overlaid the astral body and then at night what they're doing is via your subconscious wounds, they'll project bad dreams or nightmares. We don't always remember them because they wipe the memory, um, but we do have them. And so then when you're in that fear and anxious state at night, these entities are feeding on you. And then that's why you can wake up in the morning and, and feel completely drained, even though you had an early night. So they've overlaid that, they've overlaid the soul body, um, yeah, the, the, there's there's a lot of different overlays, and it's it's as I said at the beginning, the the energetic manipulation is is huge, and uh, it's it's crazy what they've done. So, thanks. I'm glad you you explained that and you shared that because it's good for the audience to understand that these things have been going on for hundreds and hundreds of years. And it's okay. It's okay to embrace something that we're learning now. So thank you. No, you're welcome. Yeah, the, it, the, the whole new age movement, the spiritual movement is full of deception and the chakras is probably the biggest one out of them all. So, you know, and then you've got all the false white light beings people are working with, people working with Archangel Michael and all this stuff. These are basically just um, 
working for the dark, they're masquerading. Just like we have here in 3D, these puppet politicians that masquerade themselves and convince people that they're working on their behalf, the same applies for four, in 4D as above, so below. So you have all these light beings that are convincing people that, you know, they're of the light and really they're not. They're siphoning people's energy. A lot of healers are working with them um, because they're brought into the new age Kool-Aid. And these these beings, if, if, they're, if, if you have a healer who's working with Archangel Michael, Archangel Michael will be um, influencing the healer and it'll also lock into any um, clients that the healer's working with. And so the, there's a siphoning of energy through the client, the healer. And so that's then, you know, getting sucked up and probably going to this false god and what have you. So it really is a bit of a mess out there right now. And um, I mean, I to, to, be, to be honest, I had to go through my own um, awakening of the false white light because I I originally was working with a channeler who I don't I don't trust any channelers anymore um, and yeah basically uh, I got my fingers burnt through working with her and that made me un or understand even more just how deceptive these beings were and that actually they're all just basically trying to hoodwink people. Um, so I only ever work with my own energy now and I encourage others to do the same. Don't ever try and connect with any other beings or anything like that. Um, even the term higher self, I don't even like using that anymore because it implies that it's something outside of us that is more powerful or has more insight or knowledge. I, I refer to that higher insight as the inner self. It's tuning in. And, and and I think what's, what's happened is they've, they've made this reality so difficult for people. Uh, when you look at just what we have to do as humans to exist, you know, just having to earn money to put food on the table and like all the mind control and the BS constantly. And so it's quite understandable why people want to escape. And so what they want to do is they, they want to escape outside of themselves, which is why the new age is so good because it gives them the perfect platform to escape and you can connect with angels you can connect with uh, ascended masters and it takes people out of their reality it takes people out of their pain their trauma it's like a drug and um, the new age has so many traumatized people that will gravitate towards that because what it does so cleverly is that it will say in a roundabout way don't don't focus on the negative this is one of the worst deceptions ever put out there ever it, it, don't don't uh, don't think of the negative because you'll draw more of it in it's a complete deception because what you resist you persist what you risk resist persists and I use the analogy uh, you, if you break your leg you're not going to leave it swinging hanging off the chair you're going to go to hospital and get it fixed. Otherwise, you're going to get gangrene, and it's going to you. You might have to get it sort of taken off. And this is the, the new age wants to tell people that if you've got a lifetime full of trauma, just accept, just forgive. No, that's going to do someone more damage. You've got to go through it. You've got to go through that dark night of the soul to heal these things. Um, and it's so dangerous, and, and really that's what my YouTube channel is dedicated to, exposing it, because I've worked with so many people down the years that have 
have had a lot of trauma. They've ended up in these different things, and they're, they've ended up in a worse state than what when they first went there. So people have to be really careful with all of that. And you mentioned courage. Sorry, just on the back end there, you mentioned courage. The new age makes no mention of courage. There's no mention of facing things and exposing things. It's all avoiding things. It's all bypassing, spiritual bypassing. And uh, for me, courage is like, if there was a list of things that, that um, personifies spirituality, courage is right at the top. And that's what we need most of, most of all right now. We need courage. And uh, yes, I absolutely agree with that. Thank you. So, Tony, uh, Roy Collin from the Awakening Podcast, where I'm exposing corruption and fraud with solutions. Um, I just like to go, you know, go back a small bit because I think some people, this might be over their head. And yes. just want to kind of like, if we look at what's going on in the world with all the shops and the restaurants being shut, but yet the alcohol shops are open. And I have witnessed people that they are the nicest people in the world. But when they have drinking them, you can see the demon in them. And, and when the alcohol is gone, and I have seen your vlogs now, I'd like to, to just touch a bit more on the alcohol. Yeah, you bring up a good point there because uh, I completely missed that. I mean, uh, I mean, they call them spirits for a reason, right? And uh, alcohol, the actual term alcohol stands for alcohol, which is some kind of demonic uh, entity uh, in, Ar in Arabic or something. And then you look at gin, you know, gin. How popular has gin got over the last few years? I, I mean, I, I was, I was in the UK last time I was in the UK. There was, gin, there was like a gin movement, like Dragons Den. There was gin companies, and I'm like, gin? What's the obsession with gin? Well, gin, obviously, because if it's, if it's come up from nowhere, you know it's a cult thing. Obviously, there's something about drinking gin that opens you up to gin, right? Um, and, uh, yeah, alcohol is a, a, a massive way in on, on people. And, uh, it really is any time you're out of your, um, center or you lower your vibration, that is when you open yourself up to entities. Now, I'm not saying that if you have the odd glass of wine or the odd beer with your meal, you know, you're going to have, a, I don't want to scare people, you know, it's, it's, but if you're abusing it and, you, you do open, you do risk your, uh, you do risk opening yourself up, and um, it, this this is the same for the the psychedelics. See, this is why a lot of my content's not popular with a lot of people because it's it's really telling people that the things that they like doing are, are, can, can can really cause interference, and some people don't like hearing that. So, alcohol, as you mentioned, is is a, a big one, but the psychedelics, you know. If you take DMT or ayahuasca, you're smashing your consciousness open to pieces, and you're you're really an open channel, an open portal for anything nefarious to, to get in. Um, which, as I say, is reflected in my work, where I've, I've worked with people, and they're like, I, I, ever since I took ayahuasca, I've, I've not felt right, and blah blah blah. But even weed, you know, weed it lowers your frequency, and again, it's not very popular because. <laughs> You know, there's a lot of people that like me, and I'm not um, questioning some of the medicinal uh, benefits, but it, 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 it can lower your frequency. It can allow uh, things to come in and interfere. Um, so it's really anything um, that, that alters your frequency that can uh, 
that can allow um, interference, basically. But but yeah, I mean, you you, you have to look at it like. And anything that they allow us to do freely is normally bad for us, right? So, you know, this is why porn, porn is so, what, what, how, how many things are free these days? But yet porn's free, right? Well, porn, that, I mean, that goes into another part of all of this as well, because, uh, you know, through porn, it's there's lower entity beings that are kind of, at that vibration it's not porn porn is not a very loving uh, way of intercourse let's face it and so they like all that low vibrational stuff so you know when you're watching porn and all that stuff that that's also can attract entities and things like that so really and, and the way they've set this um reality up is it's like willy wonka's chocolate factory you have all these these temptations alcohol drugs everything there it's, it's like the devil's playground literally and um uh, but at the same time these things have have consequences and um sometimes bad consequences so so yeah people really uh, people really need to just have that awareness i'm i'm certainly not telling people uh, what to do uh, i'm just putting out what i know and what i've learned down the years around all of this stuff and because um, like you mentioned the psychedelics like i'd like to know your thoughts on say breathwork because people are looking for the euphoria but you can do that through breathwork is that something that you kind of encourage um yeah breath works good um what i'm not a big uh fan on is these uh meditation retreats where you go seven days ten days um i personally know people that have ended up in uh, mental <laughs> hospitals it, again, it, it, but see, there's a difference in my opinion of sitting there pondering in silence to get clear insight and, and meditating where you're trying to get a spiritual high. There's a big difference between the two because a lot of the um, a lot of the, the constant meditation over days and days, it's 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 getting people into this these spiritual highs where it's like a drug again it's just like another drug and um again sometimes it can put you into those dimensions i've worked with people that they've gone into a deep meditation they've, and they've come out with some implant or attachment so um yeah it, it, it's i would just i would just say be careful with with all of that stuff um because it it, it really is just giving people a lot of uh, spiritual false highs and, and things like that. So, um, yeah, these seven to ten day retreats where, I mean, I've done one years ago and it's like, it's like torture. I don't think we're, I don't think we're supposed to sit there for seven days in, in silence. You know, why, why have we got a mouth, you know? It's like, it doesn't, uh, so, yeah, the jury's a little bit out on that for me at the moment. And I've got opinions on yoga as well. Some of the archetype, the, uh, the moves, you know, you've got the serpent energy with the cobra and the kundalini. There's a kundalini overlay. And, yeah. The, the, the whole... Same with the meditation. Like, it, I, this was only recently where you're holding the fingers like that, that is replicating the 666. And, like, yeah. I was shocked when I saw that one. I was like, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. 
I, I, last time I did yoga, well, actually, I was kind of by by standing. I, I was invited to a friend's house, and she did some yoga. But one of the moves, um, she did that, that thing with the fingers, and she stuck her tongue out like that, which I don't know if you've ever seen some of these demonic uh, statues. And it's always got Satan with the tongue out. And, and I'm like, whoa, man, this <laughs> is like... And, um, yeah, so, so the... the, the Stuff, uh, that stuff really doesn't feel right to me. There's something off about it. And of course, it's so popular. And as I say, anything that's super popular, I, I have a lot of discernment over. So, uh, but it doesn't make you, I mean, I don't do this for a popularity contest, but it, it certainly upsets uh, a lot of people that are into all of that. And um, yeah, I'm not saying that there's not some physical benefits, but. I don't know, energetically, it just feels, something feels off with it. Thanks, Tony. You're welcome. Hi, Tony. Thanks for coming on. Uh, I'm Chris from uh, the Host of Mind Wars podcast, so basically exposing corruption, uh, crimes against humanity, 5G, satanic ritual abuse, and I just go straight for a juggler, so on my channel, censorship is banned. It's a uh, wow. free for all, that's it. Good and I expect, I expect that all my guests as well. Um, <laughs> what I want to touch on, and you've touched on it in areas already, especially with Hartmut and that, is when you mention words, say, like, um, obviously, AI, when you mention words like, because it's a massive attack worldwide on our consciousness. It's a ma massive, when you go to the core of this web and the cult itself, it's extremely satanic. It's a death cult, really, is what it is. Yes. So my question, I suppose, is that um, you know, transhumanism is coming up more, more. It's been there a long time, but it's coming up more and more popularity-wise now. People are small bit trying to familiarize with themselves with it, but still people are so asleep that the connections of the consciousness on a global scale, the satanic ritual stuff that goes on, um, and obviously AI as well, now connected with the transhumanism in the past, present, and moving forward, one connection obviously we know is the, via the jab and the, that device and stuff that's going to be inside in the system, um, where you'll be kind of pretty much the biological human because they don't want it to procreate anymore. No. It's basically a biological human turning into a synthetic human moving forward. Now, for people listening in that kind of listen to this language just like I've spoke, they're kind of going, that's maybe big jargon. Can you kind of break it down or boil it down how the connection is there with this, has been, and will be moving forward? And that's actually a very real thing. It's not just some tinfoil hat wearing conspiracy theorists talking on the sidelines this is actually a very real thing that has affected people in their daily lives and they don't know about it yeah yeah well all i can say is that um like the reptilians like the greys like the uh, some of these false light beings they all have their own agendas and and because humans are such powerful batteries we're kind of at the brunt of their uh, means for existence they kind of need us like although they're trying to eradicate a lot of us they still need some of us it's just we've got too many of us now they, they we're too our population's got too high so hence what we're going through now um and in terms of ai and transhumanism ai's agenda is that it wants to uh exist through human bodies in in this uh dimension and we're at the point now where um, AI has become so intelligent now that it's talking to each other and learning through each other. It's called uh, machine learning. Whereas, you know, back in the day, you used to have to program things into computers and, uh, you know, you would do all that. But, but now with the, with the cloud, um, the AI cloud now, you have 
all these systems that are interlinked together like a, like a human brain, basically, and they're all talking to each other and learning it off each other. Um, and, and obviously that's happening at a, a very rapid rate. And uh, so basically we're at a point where uh, the technology has become so advanced, it's now conscious. It, it's thinking for itself. But the problem is, is that it's not connected to any kind of empathy or heart or anything like that. And um, when, you, when you look at how they need us to create, um, if you imagine AI as a baby, funny, we're getting a lot of interference right now. It's funny that, isn't it? <laughs> it is, yeah, not a stuff. I could write a book. I, I could write a book about the amount of interference at key moments when working with clients, when doing podcasts. Funny we're talking about AI. But Amazing. so um, AI, oh, it's put me off my track now. It's like it's planned. Yeah, so it, it seeks to exist through, yeah, so it's becoming conscious of itself. Um, oh, yeah, that was it. So just like a, a newborn baby, if, if the baby is brought up with love and care, both the parents present, um, peaceful, you know, good morals, good values, that baby is going to grow up into a probably a decent human being. Um, and the same, is, same really applies with AI. We've taken AI from its very early stages. And now what are we using it for? We're using it for surveillance. We're using it for, you know, you look at DARPA and organizations like this, weapons and tanks and and bombs. And, and, and so when you consider that that's the parent of AI, it, it really doesn't uh, sit well moving forward because that's really what it's become to, like, that's what it's learning. It's learning all about those nefarious side of things. So... Um, so that's the worry, but yeah, it's it, it agenda is it wants to see it seeks to exist through humans and transhumanism. So, uh, of course, they've tried to tempt, tempt us from the start. Uh, it started with the uh, the mobile ho the, mo the mobile phones, so it was in the hand, and and now it's sort of on the body. With the, uh, then it went into the ear with those whatever they were called. Apple pods or something yeah yeah so it's, it's gone from there to there and then obviously the next stage is, is in the body with you know the bill gates chip and all of that stuff and and so and, and so that's its agenda it, it's it's trying to kind of fuse itself with us to to exist through us so it can control and dominate and do whatever it wants to do and the the problem is is that um Everything's been automated now. Humans have um, become very, uh, there's almost a love with technology now, which has become quite quite toxic. And, uh, and so we're going to see in the future years uh, where teachers, they're going to lose their jobs, where everything's going to be an AI. We're going to see doctors now. If you've got any, uh, any health issues, you just type it into the computer and the algorithm diagnoses you and then you get your medication from there um, we've already seen in supermarkets particularly in the uk probably the same in where where you are but people are they, there's no like checkout girls anymore it's all it's all ai uh, and so it's drip 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 all the time and of course you've got the kids now uh, which are basically completely brought up on technology i mean we're all old enough to remember 
I'm sure you guys were the same. When I was a kid, I was out in the park from like eight in the morning until eight at night. I was out in the park playing football till the sun came down. And But now kids don't go out and they're going to be, they're, they're brought up on technology. And the worrying thing is, is that when it comes to the point of, as I was saying earlier, oh, you know, we, we can give you everlasting life with this technology. We just need to put this in your head. Are the kids going to say no because they're, they're so used to wearing this technology? And so that's the other danger. And uh, it's very important, I think, for parents. I don't have kids myself, but uh, to, to, to really keep that connection with nature and, and the planet and the earth and wildlife and stuff like that. Because, I mean, as a species, we're so di disconnected from, from the earth. Um, but that goes one step further with the next generation. And so we've developed this love of, of AI and technology to almost give uh, to, to give this agenda what it needs. And uh, this is how it's so genius. It, it, it convinces us first that it's good for us and then we go along with it. We're seeing that. We're seeing that with the jabs right now, how, how they've convinced people through fear that taking the jab is going to be good. And then we're going to see that well, we're already seeing the, the results of that now with all the, the injuries and even deaths at this point. So um, it's all mind trickery and illusions and psyops and um, deception. And and so, yeah, it's it's a very uh, challenging place to be. And uh, but but again, I, I go back to what I what I know true humans are. Is is absolute genius, you know, our hearts, our our ability to create, and this is the thing, right? <clears throat> we talk about the negatives of some of this stuff. Humans have a wonderful ability of uh, turning things on their head and creating. I mean, you look right. We, we're doing this podcast now. They didn't create the internet and technology for us to talk about all of this stuff, right? So. We can turn these things around via our creativity. And some of the minds uh, that are out there right now, some of the information that you're hearing people speaking about, like the levels of consciousness some people are at, you really see. So we're really seeing on one side of the coin, we're seeing absolute almost retardation of most people's consciousness. But on the other side, there's the people that are working this out, it's almost like they're expanding, 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 and they're connecting with the what, what essentially is our kind of cloud. So they have their AI cloud, their brain, if you like, but then we also have our cloud as well, which we connect into, this consciousness, this field of consciousness, which is all-knowing, has all the answers, has all the solutions, and more and more people are tapping into that and downloading that, and bringing it down onto this planet and so there's a lot of hope there and humans uh when we when when more of us get to that level and embody that courage as you said earlier um that spirit that human spirit that we've we've forgotten we've forgotten what it means to be human it's an it's it's an absolute it should be an absolute privilege to have a human experience and what they've done is they've convinced everyone that we're not worthy we're little me we've got no power we can't change anything 
we, there's too many of us, we need to be wiped from the earth. They've convinced us that we're the parasite when they're the frigging parasites. And slowly but surely, more and more people are starting to remember uh, and, and wake up to this because we, uh, I, I just feel that we're, we're, we're just amazing beings and we just haven't, we don't even know the half of it yet. You know, we have all these psychic abilities that we're all, uh, we've not tuned into. All of us have them. Not just, there's not just a couple of people. We, we all have clear visual abilities. We all have clear audio. It's just we don't practice them. Uh, remote viewing, tele telepathy, all of this is within our grasp. It's just we're not told about it at school and we don't, we don't bother learning or training in it. And, and these things are like a muscle, like unless you use them, they'll get weak. And, uh, you know, we're, we're multidimensional beings. And, and I, I, I just, I, I've always known deep down that we're, we're truly powerful and truly wonderful. And we need to knock this kind of little me, I'm worthless, I can't make a difference thing going on in our heads. We need to knock it on the head um, and, and really start remembering who and exactly what we are because there's a reason that they need to do all this to us and there's a reason they want to do all of this to us because they know, they know our true power and uh, we should never forget that and as much as what's going on right now is, is kind of hard, it's, a lot of it's depressing, um, we have to keep that in mind because that's who we truly are. Yeah, no, I agree with what you're saying. I mean, people look at it as negative and depressing. Yes, for some people, it is business are closed, livelihoods are shut off, people are committing suicide, the list goes on and on. Me personally, I think it's actually, uh, like yourself, you know, took the red pill years ago. So the fact you're awake before all this, you know, COVID nonsense, a scam came in, um, it kind of, it's, it's the greatest opportunity I think humanity has ever had of a proper awakening. I mean, that, that word is thrown around so much, but I don't think people enough justify or understand the deep core of that actual word itself. So you've got people who are shriveled up in the corner. You've got a time, while I, how will I say it? People are afraid of death and have always been afraid of death. Certain minority or a certain majority, if you want to put it, depending on what part of the world people are in and stuff. But there's also a sense that it's now people are not just afraid of death, they're actually afraid to live yeah. while they're living. So it's like, what is wrong with people? Um, but I think it's a great opportunity of, of the awakening and stuff we're doing like this at the moment that we can hope if you just get one other person awake, one other person just to question, just to critically think and open your mind to yeah. stop, stop that little box that's in the corner that's been an extension of your arm, say, in England where I'm at the moment, BBC for the last how many decades? It's like being an, an extension of a family member in your household. And that is subconsciously going in all the time, all the time. And they know no better. That is all that's programmed into their system. So when you put all the facts in front of them, day and night, it's black and white. There it is. Even from the mainstream narrative, like they're telling you, if you go on gov.uk, if you go on CDC, if you go on Lodi's website, the who, they're telling you exactly. Look at the World Economic Forum. They're telling you exactly what's planned yeah. ahead. And it's like it's like a firewall in their head. They still can't wake up. They still just can't get away from that firewall. And, you know, sometimes it's like, what do you do? You just have to keep pushing on. Um, yeah. Because... Some people with the evidence mounting in front of them that the dogs know in the street what's going on at this stage. It's because we're so awake, it's almost like it's hard for us to fathom or get us into people's shoes that they were in this, you know, unawake situation years ago. And it's like, how much more bloody evidence do you want to actually wake up instead of just calling those names? Don't want to hear about that. But it's affecting you like and like like we said, you know, before it started. 
You can blame the, the Gates's foundation. You can blame all the all the people under the sun. But where is that going to get you? Unless we as humans actually make an impact, because the first step is getting awake and knowing what's going on and going through the muddy waters of the negative information. But you have to get that before you go to battle or before you go to war, because you have to know what you're fighting about. Yeah. But the next step after that is literally is, is to cross the road and put that into action. Because yeah. I think all of us here that are awake have a massive responsibility in, yeah. in, in waking up other people and passing the message on. Yes, it'll fall on deaf ears to some people, but unless you keep trying and putting it out there, and that's what we're trying to do, podcast, that somebody somewhere will listen. Somebody yeah. might like it, but somebody will somewhere. And it's just that to put that out there, I don't want to look back in 10 or 20 years' time and somebody says, well, what did you do, Chris, in 2020 or 2021? Well, I sat comfortably on my couch with an iPad and a mask up around my head, and yeah. I, lived, I lived in fear. I was like, no, I was born to live naturally and i'm going to intend to live naturally and no boris johnson or no bill gates is going to tell me when i can and when i can't come out of my house or who i can talk to i mean there's an article during the week saying uh in i think it was on the mail online or one of these newspapers in england anyway and it says that speaking now is considered dangerous because it might spread the virus like what i mean the the, the levels of insanity that are going to next like is just, i just have to laugh at them but other people unfortunately take this serious and they're oh they're spreading in groups and facebook and can we can we tone down the conversation and we're speaking to people maybe to stand even further back now as well it's like what it's just yeah it's 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 madness but um unfortunately that's that's the world we're in and like we're saying we can just hopefully keep uh doing stuff like this just to get the message out to people and hopefully it uh come across the people that they'll actually want to like question things because i'm sure there's lots of things we spoke about you've spoke about people will be scratching their head kind of going i'm not sure who's on about there what's he mean by that but like I say, I even do my own podcast. I'm like, question what I'm saying. Don't believe what I'm saying. Or go off and do your own research because if everybody can do a small bit of research, then we're in a much, much better situation because these people, the forces behind all this, that are controlling the 1%, New World Order, whatever we want the terminology you want to put in it, like they are, like you said, they are, they are shitting themselves. They are yeah. shitting themselves of humanity and of us. And that's why censorship has gone to the roof at the moment um, because they're afraid. How The only way you can cover the greatest liar deception ever is basically censor it. You don't get into a debate with them. You just censor, censor, censor. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah it's, it, this is the thing. They, 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 what, what kind of force seeks to control and dominate? It's like if you're in a toxic relationship and your partner's all, you know, all, always trying to control you, it's like there's a weakness in that partner. There's, and this is the thing that, but we, we tend to give them way too much credit and think that they're all powerful and, and, and all of this. Uh, but it's us that give us give them that, that power. That, that's the problem. But I, I, I've said for a long time, it will be their arrogance that brings them down. I mean, we give away our freedoms. Yeah, that's exactly. That uh, yeah. We, we say to the elite, oh, they're powerful and they're telling us do this and do that under this guideline, under this regulation, under this mandatory bullshit. I was like, it's all rubbish. If you go back to natural law and other stuff as well, it's like, they have no control, but you, we give them the, the illusion of this kind of control. And that's how it's been seen through generation, decade after decade after decade. But really, we are the ones with the power. It's just we don't use it to our full potential. We just go, we just give it away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. We, we've got to, like you say, we've got to take it to the next level now. And we've really got to start saying no to this. And we, we really need to come together as a human family um, and, and really resist this uh, every opportunity. And it ties into as well. Uh, unfortunately, the order followers they have a, a massive responsibility because you know you have the likes of the police and and the army and and now the NHS workers and the frontliners that are taking orders that are completely immoral, completely unethical, 
Um, a lot of them know what's going on, that is there's something right. A lot of them know that the hospitals have been empty in terms of the um, frontliners. They're not speaking out, they're not saying anything. Um, so the responsibility uh, lays on, on their shoulders as well to uh, say, hang on a minute, look themselves in the mirror and say, well, hang on a minute, I, I'm getting my paycheck, but can I look myself in the mirror at night knowing that I'm doing something that's right and that's, that's just? Um, so that, that's also a big problem. But the underlying issue really is that I think, first of all, the, the reason why people react so badly when you try and present them with this, I mean, this is without all of their traumas, their triggers, their wounds, their entity attachments and everything, because the entity attachments will also convince them not to look at this information. Um, um, but it, it's really fundamentally because they believe that government would never do anything like that. They believe, that, like government to most people is like, big mummy and daddy. And so when you tell them that there's a depopulation program, you might not word it like that. Um, but when you mention these things like COVID's a bit of a scam or a complete scam, um, they, they react so badly because it's almost saying to them, look, I have to tell you, mummy doesn't love you anymore. Daddy doesn't love you anymore. And they spit their dummies out. And, and, and that's the, that's the big mental schism for, for these people is that, they're just so consciously immature. They're they they're consciously they're consciously children. They've never grown up. They've never done any work on their consciousness to expand to evolve. Or even when even within truth and alternative media communities, uh, I've had these conversations with people whereby there's no government, no leaders. Like literally, that is the thing that underpins everything. Oh yeah, but without you know, we, we need some form of government control and and i'm like why i'm like could you not think that we can work it out ourselves all right there might be a bit of chaos to start with but can it be any worse than what it is now you know well, yeah but who would build the roads well when did boris johnson get out and start building a road when when did when did uh, angela merkel where you are start getting out with a with her overalls and start putting cement down onto the onto the path never you know, we, we have such a lack of faith in what we can be. We, we, because we've been a slave race for so long, we, we think that that's all we have to offer. And so there's a big collective consciousness wound that's playing out, which is not feeling good enough and not feeling worthy. And um, most, most people have that wound. It's one that I've had to work through, and maybe it's still there at some bit, but I've done a lot of work through it. And that can be generational. It can be just through trauma or abandonment, wound betrayal, bullying at school, whatever. But but that, and unless you deal with it, it plays out into your adult life, and it'll express itself in your behaviour and your beliefs. And and so, because most people have that wound, it plays out on the collective. And I think, you know, people they they automatically feel that humans are not good enough. We're not good enough to do that. We're not strong enough to run this world our own way and even though we've done it before probably um so so that's another big thing the belief in authority has to go uh it it's it's enslavement government equals enslavement always forever in any dimension in any planet ever in the multiverse 
uh, it, it, nobody, nobody has the right to tell you what to do, how to live your life, and certainly not to, or what to put into your body. And uh, we, we, we need to really understand that on a deep level. And we have to move away from the idea that we need parasitic paedophile psychopaths to make decisions on how we live our lives because that is essentially what we're dealing with um and 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 that's the big one that is the big if we could if we if we all woke up tomorrow and and had that mindset i'm not listening to government anymore <laughs> basically they don't have it authority over me everyone would disobey no, there, there would be no power, as you said. The, the, the power we give them is is through ourselves. We enslave ourselves, uh, and like you say, we can blame Bill Gates, we can blame Fauci, we can blame all these people. And yes, they're evil. Yes, they have a dark agenda. But if we all woke up tomorrow and said, "I'm not doing this anymore. I'm reopening my business. I'm not socially distancing. I'm not wearing my mask." What are they going to do? Nothing. It's it's this, the solution is so simple, um, yet it's so so difficult for so many people to grasp. And of course, there's some people that like it this way. They they've got such a lack of self worth, self respect, self love. They almost enjoy the enslavement. They 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 want more of it. We've seen that. They want more lockdowns. They want more rights and freedoms taken away. They're virtue signaling that people not wearing masks that, that do understand our freedoms being taken away by the second. So, you know, you have a lot of people here that, you know, whether, whether they're completely AI or entity run, I, I don't know, but there's a lot of people that we, we won't be worse off if they do go. Let's put it like that. <laughs> uh, I've tried to phrase that as, as, as well as I can. Um, so it might be interesting because all those people are going to take the jabs. So it'll just be the conspiracy theorists versus the cult. So that's going to be an interesting face-off, isn't it? Um, so maybe maybe at some level that, that this is some kind of necessity going on. But um, I don't know. It's, it, it's, it's just crazy. And, and, yeah, like I say, that whole belief, you know, what we need to do is embody sovereign energy. Sovereign energy is I roll my fucking life. No one tells me what to do. If, if I don't want to do something, you can't tell me to do it. And uh, that is sovereign energy. And the more of us that can embody that sovereign spirit, that true human sovereign spirit, um, then we can end this very quickly. It's just we've, you know, we've just got to get through to the herd, <laughs> the small, the small uh, task of getting through to the general public. Um, but day by day, um, I'm... I'm uh, you know, I do. I do see a lot of positives. There, there are definitely more and more people questioning this, and I think the alternative media. I mean, you guys probably been the same. I'm absolutely exhausted, <laughs> relentless for the last well, ten years, but especially the last year. And um, it's got to be worth something, huh? We can't. It's got to be. You know, all the abuse we've taken. It I was thinking this this morning. Like, I must have got called a. Tim Fall hat conspiracy theorist within the first 20 minutes of what opening my eyes this morning. I'm like, the God, the, 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 the day's not even started and I've been abused like a hundred times. <laughs> and, and so I was like, I was like, there's gotta be something in this. There's, 
there's got to be like this can't be for no reason Mickey. there's got to be some light at the end of the tunnel not the false white light tunnel but um there has to be right it just they, they can't not be there's too although we're the minority there's been too much hard work from from people you know this alternative media has been going for a long time now started all the way back with bill cooper and stuff like that and uh, people pumping out information day by day by day and uh, I don't know I'm I kind of like the I'm not religious but the biblical um, allegory where they say it'll be 144,000 people that that change the planet or something like that I, I don't know how much truth is I like to I like to believe these things um, but a lot of the uh, I think the Native Americans they talk about there'll be uh, rainbow children or something and, and they'll do something to to change things um, so yeah I, I just I, I do I do still feel hopeful I do still feel that they're not getting everything their own way you see this with the censorship uh, like it's through the roof right now like you your channel's been taken down I've been banned on Facebook for most of the year uh, my Twitter account suspended YouTube strikes um, and they're taking other people down and it's because they're scared and uh, so we, we shouldn't really we shouldn't think that they're all powerful and and it's a done deal certainly the fat lady's not saying yet um, thanks what I thought about um, <laughs> I I remember for example I live in Bavaria and close to the Alps and 100 years ago uh, there were two villages and one time the guys of the village kidnapped the girls from the other village Yeah, so and there was a little better between them and the funny th and what I want to say is there was um, There was a commitment within the villages Yeah, so the people uh, you can say a small patriotism of the village or a small patriotism of the city or, or country and uh, during uh, and during the 60s and 70s, uh, the Soviet Union has made propaganda to the West and has demoralized us. And this means they took all the the values of the families and they took the value of the of the of the, of patriotism away. Mm -hmm. And for this reason, the people don't have a trust to their neighbors anymore. Mm -hmm. So this is the reason why they feel so alone. And they say, "I would like to, but my neighbor doesn't do it, so I can't do it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. This so many psyops and and stuff down the years to keep us separated and divided you know that's that's how they do what they do you know black v white gay v straight rich v poor england v france uh divide 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 and and yeah then it's a doddle for doddle for them to control us when, when we're so divided and and that works locally as well like you say they they they, they terrified of us coming together and um yeah, more and more we are coming together. I think re people are starting to realize that there is one common enemy. So I don't know about you guys, but it's like, uh, I did another podcast the other day. It was like, I've just gone through the whole range of human emotions from excitement to absolutely peeing myself with laughter over some of the sheeple's behavior. You know, these these overweight people wearing masks with cigarette hanging out their mouth and and uh, just like sometimes a little bit terrified some part sometimes I'm like wow this is really exciting I'm like yeah let's take down the cult and it's like 
every single and like just my love for humanity as well just especially like the the alternative media like I, I bet I know what answer I would get from all of you. If I said to you guys, we would do this, uh, we've been going nearly an hour and a quarter. Would you, come and, would you come on and do this podcast for an hour and a half if it would wake one person up? I bet you'd all say yes, wouldn't you? Exactly. And it's that, it's that level of dedication and which, which this is the true expression of humanity. This is a true expression of our hearts, the human heart. They're terrified of the human heart. That's why the earth is an anagram of heart. And it's the human heart that's going to stop what they want. And so, yeah, all the ranges of all the emotions one could ever feel. And uh, most of the time, in awe, to be honest, <laughs> in awe of the insanity of the place. I mean, it's literally like an open air circus. And uh, what can you do? You just got to, you just got to, it's like surfing a wave. You just get on the wave, you surf with it, and you do what you feel is right in the moment. And just hope that it gets you to the, to the shoreline and you don't get dragged out to sea, right? <laughs> it's, uh, an unbelievable time to be alive uh, really is and at the same time we're seeing the death of the mainstream media like even the sheeple they're like they're starting to think you know <laughs> the the bbc and cnn all they ever propagate is fear and so and and a lot of people are not listening to celebrities anymore which is great you know you go on bill gates's instagram it's full of it's full of so th there is a lot of things to be optimistic about but it's definitely it's definitely going to go down to the the final hour and but the more of us it's almost like you, you can wake up but then it's getting active it's like you say it's going and taking it to that next level so we need people to first of all awaken because you're not going to stop wearing a mask or you're not going to stop set socially distancing unless you're awake to the scam so it you need people awake and then they need to become active. And that's different for, for different people. Not everyone's going to do podcasts or speak on a world stage or anything like that. It could be just speaking to your neighbor or just not, just opening your mouth. You know, we have a voice for a reason now. We, our voices are, are really our weapons of mass destruction, uh, if you want to look at it like that. And uh, we all need to use our voices. And uh, particularly the men now, I've been, I've been quite... Um, it's great that there's a, there's a lot of men on this podcast, but in general, a lot of I get a lot of men sending me stuff and oh, why don't you talk about this? And you go on their page and there's nothing, you know, just football or you know, it's like, hang on a minute, it's just like you've got kids, I haven't got kids. <laughs> so I think I think the men of the world really need to stand up and uh, in more numbers, you know, where they're protective um, essence here, um, not to say that women that should be in the kitchen or anything like that just you know it's, it's our natural expression to be protectors action takers um, and we need the we need the men that have been really feminized through all the estrogen in the in the food and the mind control and the tv programming uh to, to really really have their own awakening and, and rise up you know uh, like like we did in the old tribal communities in in all the areas of the world that we're all from right um so 
definitely an interesting time to be alive. I'm definitely going to be exhausted when I do leave this realm. <laughs> um, Grace, do you want or may I ask something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, raising raising kids. I want to talk about their parenting. No offense to good parenting. No offense to some type of good education. If we notice that, you know, how at between like a one to three years old, that's when we we have that uh, labeling for the kids is that they say no a lot. And then at some point, they sort of get over that. And, I, you know, it's like a, a, a that, that difficult part of parenting that, oh, my God, these kids are keep saying no, no, no. And then as parents, we keep telling them also to, you know, keep saying yes, yes, yes. So I guess, can you talk about what happened with our educational system that it's, you know, the, even for those sort of independent schools, chartered schools, and just... Uh, it, because I'm, I, I keep looking at the, even the young professionals now that they seem to be so critical in a way, but they don't seem to see, as uh, you know, most of us would say, they don't seem to see the forest. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, you raise a good point because uh, from basically cradle to grave, we're, we're taught never to question authority. Um, I mean, first of all, I have to say, and I think I mentioned earlier, I'm not a parent, right? So I, you know, I, these, these are just my thoughts and feelings. Uh, I know it's probably very difficult to be a parent and very challenging, but I do know that uh, from cradle to grave, we uh, are taught never to question authority. Uh, and this is where it all starts. This is where the problem starts because um, that can start with the parents. Uh, because if you question the parents, maybe you get you get a smack um, or whatever, which really is, is so socially accepted in society, um, really shouldn't be. Um, so, so, so your parents are basically inadvertently telling you not to question authority, um, and then you go into uh, the schooling system, whereby if you question authority, you get detention, you get punished. Um, and then obviously it goes on from there and then into the workplace where you can't question your manager because you'll lose your job. So there's always consequences for questioning authority. So that's why we grow up with this inherent belief system that authority has power over us because we've been trained since we were born that authority is not to be questioned. So with all the indoctrination that goes on in schools, and we know that basically school is, that's what it is, they're indoctrination prison camps uh, for kids. Um, the, the underlying thing really is to get, get these kids to, to not question authority. And, and obviously they get um, rewarded for uh, being obedient and for towing the line and attendance records and, you know, if you're good, you get. A, I used to get a star in my book and all that stuff. Uh, if you're a good little, you know, a good unquestioning kid, uh, and so, and so the wheel goes round, and and this has been going on. People, parents having children, putting them into that system, and they're being pumped out as uh, 
left brainers uh, and rewarded for learning the systems version of everything. All these people that have degrees and stuff like that, they they're quite often the most difficult to get through get through to because they are so indoctrinated by the, the the education system they're completely in the left brain they're completely science is everything and uh, and they've had the rewards from the system all the way through even though they've <laughs> they've got massive debt as soon as they leave and, and start their adult life which is another way they get people um, on that kind of uh, that rat race that wheel of life you know you you're starting young with debt you you need to get a job uh you can't really go into things maybe you want to go into or pursue things that your heart really wants you to do because you've got to pay off all this debt so we know it's all a big trap it's all a big scam and um, scarily enough last time i was in the uk uh i went to pick my niece and nephew up and there's actually massive locks on the gates of the school. Like they were actually locked in. And uh, I thought that was quite symbolic really as, as, uh, as prisons. Um, but yeah, I couldn't wait to leave school. I, I, I hated every minute of it. <laughs> I really did. So yeah, it's, it's a big one. It's, it, there's, I guess there's a lot of responsibility on parents right now to um, if they can't homeschool to try and at least educate their children um, into some real knowledge and uh, try and steer them away from a lot of the deceptions and, and, tr and teach them things uh, about, you know, energy, psychic abilities, discernment, discernment's key. You know, we're, we're so easily led as humans. We, we want to think the best of everyone. Uh, that's the nice thing about us, but we, we end up getting... Uh, into trouble because there's a lot of people and these beings that that have got alternative ad agendas for us. So we have to learn how to discern, almost learn how to think critically. Um, and people have become very lazy. They don't want to do their own thinking. They want everything slapped on a platter from the BBC and they, they just gobble, gobble it down, yum, yum, yum. Uh, and then that becomes their belief system and, and their the way they see the world. And uh, I had it this morning on uh, a video on Facebook and this woman, she was like, oh, give me some information that the uh, RNA, mRNA uh, alters your DNA. Like the way she spoke to me, I just put a 20 minute video out. I was up at six in the morning to do it. I don't want any medals or anything. I'm not, I'm just explaining the situation. Um, so all that effort to get on camera, you guys will know, just setting up, putting yourself on camera, the energy to put the video out. Send me some information. I'm like, I don't know you. You've just, like, the way you've come in and asked, it's like they're so used to just getting their information like that. It's like this whole convenient society we live in. You know, it's like fast food for them. And I'm, I'm like, I just can't believe it. Like, what am I? Some kind of slave? Like, just, oh, there you go. Like, like I haven't got my own life. And I, like, I want to be doing this crap all the time anyway. <laughs> it's like, so, yeah, people have become very lazy. And it's, it's, just, it's just easier for them to turn on the TV, get told what, what's going on. Then they turn it off and... And these people are going to get their fingers burnt, as we're already already seeing. And uh, they might want to 
they might want things to be like that, but they're going to end up in a lot of pain. Oh, my mic, my mic was muted. Wow. So I'm just really enjoying listening. This is incredible. I mean, Tony, you are on point today, man. Holy smokes. Fantastic. Um, we've been on a long time and we've talked a lot of, about a lot of stuff off planet, on planet. I mean, you know, you, I think, copyrighted the term planet crazy. And I love that term. And, um, you know, I, as much as we're frustrated. I got a lot of hope from everything that we've talked about, and that's really good. I mean, the the thing is, a lot of people don't realize this stuff's been planned for hundreds of years. I mean, if you look at Aldous Huxley's book in 1932, A Brave New World, I mean, if you read that book or just watch the movie for free on YouTube, <clears throat> he's a member of the Fabian Society, and he taught George Orwell. I mean, it's basically the New World Order in 1932. And so I get discouraged because I'm, you know, there's times I feel like they, this is their matrix and they can do what they want. But hearing what, what you all were talking about was very encouraging. And it reminded me, we need to take our power back. We need to stand up. We need to take our masks off and um, our muzzles off. Sorry. And, uh, and, and, you know, take control of our lives and not look for that savior. So that being said, um, I thank you for all the, the conversation and the incredible wisdom that you put forth. And I, I really felt that as dark as things may seem and as frustrated and tiring as it may be, I mean, even today I was getting mail at the mailbox with the key and I heard a group, I heard footsteps. I didn't know who it was. And I heard, all I heard was, an authority figure saying, we must save the world and you must wear your muzzle, right? And the group walked by me and to my chagrin, it was like preschoolers wearing muzzles. And I was like, Phew. so that being said, I was, I was a little bit, you know, on that uh, downturn today. And then this was really enlightening. And I feel really good that despite all the stuff going on and all the, the, the planet crazy stuff going on, that that something good is going to happen and that the people are going to see their hypnosis and come out of it. So I just want to say thank you. No, thank you. And uh, thanks for having me on and you've all been wonderful and so welcoming and uh, yeah, lovely to connect with you all. Fantastic. Thank you. Our pleasure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you'll find all the Tony stuff on transcendingtimes.org. Some of us will put this out on the podcast, and you'll find all of the podcasters on freedombroadcaster.com. Sorry, Steve. No, Grace, is, uh, Grace, you're muted. We can't hear you. There you go. She's the mother hen of our group. <laughs> and if you please, if you like what we say, what we share, please share it, like it, review it, just and let us know and we'll we can send you even the raw material you want to put it out somewhere okay we're open thank you thanks everybody thank, thank you thank you see you soon see you soon bye-bye